At number 65, I have the SWAC. I was able to go to one SWAC game last year. It was between Southern and Mississippi Valley State. I thought, I thought Southern would maybe have a chance to win the SWAC. They ended up finishing fourth and not winning it in the conference tournament. Um, but I have up at the top this being a three-horse race between Jackson State, Alcorn State, and Texas Southern, followed by four to six being that next tier, Grambling, Bethune-Cookman, Alabama A&M, seven to ten, the tier after that, Arkansas Pine Bluff, Alabama State, Prairie View A&M, and Southern, and then my final tier will be two teams that finished at the back of the pack last year in Mississippi Valley State in Florida A&M, rounding out 11 and 12. Jackson State, Mo Williams, had a great career in the NBA, now is starting to try and do the same in the college basketball ranks as a D1 coach. 12-6 and six is what Jackson State went last year that was good for third in the SWAC, but they bring back a decent amount of their rotation and added one great transfer, more on him in just a second, They returned four of their top five leading scorers. All of those guys averaged eight or more points a game last year. And Colty Young, Ken Evans, Romel Mansell, and Chase Adams, all of those guys between eight to 11 and a half just a season ago. Also bring in Jordan O'Neill out of Alabama State, a good rebounder inside, 8.7 boards a game. And then Zeke Cook, a nice bench guy for him, averaged seven points six boards a game last season. I mean, this team has seven guys that averaged six or more points last year in Division One, and six of them were wearing a Jackson State uniform a season ago. That is a lot of continuity in this league. They were bringing in a big-time transfer for the SWAC in Deshaun Ruffin, who was a double-figure scorer last year at Ole Miss, but he unfortunately will miss the entire season Due to an injury, this team, I would have put them in a tier, a class of their own, had Deshaun Ruffin been healthy. Huge blow before the season even begins to this team. But a lot of returners, the only big guys they lost were their third leader, Trace Young, at 10.5, six boards, and Jamarcus Jones, who averaged 8-3 and three last year for him, bringing back four of their top five leading scorers under Coach Williams. Alcorn State is who I have at second. This team won the league a year ago. They lose six of their nine rotational pieces, but bring back two of their top three and three of their top five. A couple double-figure guys in Jeremiah Kendall, averaged 11-7, and in Byron Joshua, averaged 11-4-4, a couple steals to go along with it. This team is very veteran, a lot of seniors and juniors on this roster, and maybe that can help lead them to the top of this SWAC conference. They bring in a couple role guys. One was a double-figure scorer at Prairie View A&M, switching teams inside the SWAC, staying within conference. In Jeremiah Gambrell, 10 points, couple boards, couple assists a night guy. And then a lot of JUCOs alongside him, along with an Austin P. role guy. So yes, they lost a lot of their rotation, but bring them back a couple double-figure scorers, Adding in a double-figure transfer, I mean, their fifth-leading scorer, Thorne, averaged nine points a game. Four guys averaged nine-plus last year on a team that won the SWAC in the regular season. Look for them to contend up at the top yet again of this conference. 
Texas Southern and Johnny Jones. They had a down year last year in the regular season, but were still a force to be reckoned with in the SWAC tournament as they always are. This team so commonly of late under Coach Jones winning that SWAC tournament. They do lose three of their four leading scorers, and you may be asking yourself, how is this team in this top tier with Jackson State and Alcorn State when they went 7-11 and in the SWAC and lost their three leading scorers? It's a couple things. One, returning P.J. Henry, 12.5 point per game point guard. But adding Jonathan Cisse out of Incarnate Ward, a 17-point, three-rebound, three-assist guy, 40% three-point shooter, you just don't get guys that are that productive coming into the SWAC conference very often at all. On top of that, they had some role guys from UTSA, Louisiana Tech, Eastern Washington, but that combination in that backcourt of P.J. Henry and Jonathan Cisse I see propelling this team to a top three finish in this conference, and this is simply trusting Coach Jones in his experience. Although they lose three of their top four, a lot of rotational guys are back in five of their top eight returning to go along with those transfers. That next tier that I've got fourth through sixth features Grambling, Bethune-Cookman, and Alabama A&M. Grambling, 15-3, and finished tied first in this conference with Alcorn State in the regular season, But they're losing their top three leading scorers and four of their top five leading scorers. And there just are not some transfers, a lot of transfers coming in that are going to make an immediate impact. Jalen Johnson, um, maybe the transfer that'll make the most immediate impact, a 6.3 rebound guy, roll guy at Milwaukee. They will get Terrence Lewis back, who only played three games last year. And those three games averaged nine points. That will help their losses. But still, losing four of your top five scores, and it's not like you brought in a 17-point-per-game guy like Texas Southern did. I see Grambling outside of that top tier at number four. Bethune-Cookman, Alabama A&M, 8-10 Bethune, Alabama A&M 10-8 in conference play this past year, finishing fifth and seventh. I look for them to be somewhere in a similar position this upcoming season. Bethune-Cookman dealt with quite a few injuries, guys missing time last year. Hopefully they can right those wrongs, get that fixed. They had five guys average between 9-8 and 14, but only two of those are back. Two guards in Deshaun Dyson and Zion Hammer averaged 11, 14 points per game, those two, but everyone outside of that largely unproven, and they only went to the JUCO market, Bethune did, um, to help replace the guys that they lost the year before. Alabama A&M, same thing, only going to the JUCO market, losing three of their top four leading scorers, going to be tough to replace. Only one guy averaged over six points a game coming back, Dalen Smith, 10.5, the 6'6 forward senior. That next tier in 7-10, to 10, I've got a couple teams making a jump um, in the transfers that they brought in. Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Alabama State, both were 6-12 and 12 last year. I look for those teams to be a little bit closer to 500 this year. Um, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, bringing, it, bringing back three of their top five scorers, adding in a double-figure transfer um, out of Bethune-Cookman. Tough loss for them, and he's overplaying for Arkansas Pine Bluff. Alabama State, 
They bring back their two leading scorers, but lost their third to six leading scorers. Bring in a nice D2 transfer, average 21, 5 and 5 in D2. How will his game, CJ Hines, translate into the Division I ranks? Um, Prairie View AM at 9, and Southern at 10. Both of these teams had much better seasons last year than I'm expecting them to have this year. 9 and 9 and 11 and 7, sixth and fourth place. It's because Prairie View A&M's losing their eight leading scorers. Going to be tough to replace that production. They did a solid job getting role guys in the transfer market, a bunch of guys that averaged three to six points per game at their private prior stops. But now those guys are going to have to step up instantly in production, and they've got no one that's proven that they can do it in the past. Southern, 11-7 and last season, lose their five leading scorers. The only main guys back in the rotation are their six eighth leading scorers. No one on this roster has played over 17 minutes a game. And then the last two are two teams that are trying to pull themselves out of the cellar in the SWAC, Mississippi Valley State and Florida A&M. Went 4-14, and 5-13 and 13 last year, those two programs. And I don't see them improving much this season. Mississippi Valley State losing Terry Collins, 15-point-a-game guy for them. Um, only double-figure guy that they return, Raekwon Brown, averaged 12.5. and 6.5, again, I watched them live on January 23rd of this past year get beat 14 by Southern. Florida A&M, um, similar situation what a lot of teams are facing in this conference and that they're losing their top three leading scorers. Maybe that's a good thing to get some new blood in, but wow, a lot of it, again, as I mentioned, for several of these teams towards the bottom of the SWAC, it's going to be guys that have never done it before that are going to be forced to do so, never taken on the scoring load. Their projected starters are five seniors, though, so maybe them being a veteran team, they can finish much better than where I have them at 12. But that rounds out my SWAC preview. I've got Jackson State under Coach Mo Williams getting to the NCAA tournament due to the continuity that he has. Adam O'Neill, a guy that's very familiar with the SWAC from Alabama State, with Alcorn State and Texas Southern following just closely behind in that top tier.